When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to the Liverpool Groove. Great win at the weekend. Very, very comfortable for the Reds. 3-0 over Aston Villa. Um, I said on Twitter, kind of felt like the, the Liverpool of old. Kind of felt like 18-19 Liverpool, where no matter what happened in the game, it just felt like we were comfortable. It just felt like it was our game. I don't think anything Villa done. We didn't let them play well. Um, I said I said to someone, they, they didn't play well, but we didn't let them play well. Um, yeah, I think I'd say lad, it was just a, a very, very comfortable performance over a team in Villa who we said was going to be tough. Yeah, lad, it was always going to be a hard game, and we just we just contradicted ourselves. The Reds were brilliant; they were on it from the off. They had that, they had that fight that we've been lacking. They had that determination to win every ball, and we pressed every ball, and we made them make mistakes, and we just looked on it from the off. Um, so that that started against Chelsea and to start against Bournemouth and that you you panic a little bit that if you do that against teams like Villa you can you can struggle and we just we were just on it it's just every single player you couldn't fault any of them every single one gave everything the ones that didn't do as much as the others still gave everything they still ran everywhere they still tackled every everywhere they could and it was just spot on I loved it yeah yeah it was nice to finish the game with eleven men um... yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought I, I said I just thought everyone really played well. I thought Jones in the six was was quietly very impressive. Um, didn't do anything that really stood out, but just was always in the right place at the right time. Lads, I think that's the nature of the role. I think a lot of people didn't realise how good Wijnaldum was till he went, and then you see, like the likes of Endo, we were talking about him last week that didn't actually quite do anything, but. He must have done because he didn't get through us once. Only individual brilliance got through us. And it was the same again with Villa. There was no like balls in behind where we struggled. We just looked a complete unit again. And you know, it's it's easy to say we're gonna struggle with Gomez and Matter playing centre half. I don't think Trent went anywhere near up as much. He he sort of he read the room. When it was on, he went and he went into that role. But when they analysed it, he sort of Pushed Matip right back, and he played more of a centre back role, but doing doing what he does is the six. But I've got to take my hat off to Joe Gomez. I've put him down so many times. I've said he, he makes mistakes where a lot of his defending is is down to himself. And don't get me wrong, he makes up, but he was absolutely he's been phenomenal since he came back into the team. And we did touch on it last week that sometimes he he's coming on for 10-15 minutes and. 
I don't think you can you can put a player like him in that position for for only that long. Now he's getting a bit more game time. He's he's easily at the moment question to start alongside Van Dijk again. He's been absolutely quality and was made up for him. Absolutely made up for him. Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree more. I think we again we touched on it last time. I think the fact that against Newcastle the defence had to just sit there and defend rather than and, and ditch the high line. And I think we kind of done it a little bit. Um yesterday I don't think we were as high as normal. Like you said, there was no real real ball over the top. Um but again the defence just defended like and they showed that they are actually fantastic defenders still. It's just the system, and you've said it for a while, the system doesn't suit certain players in that system. And I think, it, you know, the system that we've been using, I don't think it suits Matip anymore. It hasn't seemed to have been suiting Gomez. And as soon as they've been asked to just sit there and defend, as I say, they've been absolutely spot on the pair of them. Yeah, well, I said last week, we, we look a lot better without Canate as well. Canate is, to me, like people are saying, he's he's in to replace Van Dijk, but he's like a shackle replacement for me. He's mad as a box of frogs. He does have something brilliant and then he'll do something crazy. And the likes of Gomez and Matip coming in, they just bring a sense of calm to the fullbacks. But I think the system changes because they're in, because you're losing Van Dijk, because Canate's out. They've changed the system. Klopp's made Trent more of a centre-half right-back than a centre-mid-right-back. And I think it, it worked. It worked brilliantly. Trent was still able to get into acres of space to spread the ball. He can play a 60, 70 yard ball to feet. So he doesn't have to be that high up the pitch to do it. He done it a number of times yesterday. He's um, He just needs a little bit of space and I think he, he might have hit the nail on the head with him. There was times where he was coming into centre telling Matter to push out wide so we still had four at the back. Hmm. And if the pass didn't work out and they broke, we had four at the back and, and Curtis Jones covering as well. So, yeah, I think based on the system, based on individual performances, it was spot on. Yeah. A um, couple of players to also talk about someone you're, I think, in love with at this point, uh, Dominic Sobersley. Oh, I love him, lad. I love him. I love him. <laughs> um, That's before it. before we do touch on him, I just want to say, go and listen. I, I shared it earlier. The Ragamuffin's little little Sobersley song is an absolute belter and I want a full version um, in the next Dominic week. Dominic Dominic, job is lying. Uh, Do you know but, what? There's a few knocking about as well. There's the one for the the the, the one some lads recorded on his phone, the fighter. Yeah. Um, I love that. I think I can imagine that to get going as well. Um, I don't know what the cop will be like singing Harry Styles like, but um, it is a catchy tune. It's a belter. Fair play to Dave and the lads. Um, there's a few belter songs going around, but we need to get we need to get one on the on the cop now on the concourses in the pubs because he's a fucking beast. Absolute yeah. joy to watch. I I haven't loved a player like him since Torres already. I fucking <laughs> love him. I love him. Yeah, I mean the way he took his goal was just um reminded me of Targo's goal against uh, Porto the other mm. year. Not quite as not quite the same technique, but it was just the way he's caught it. Obviously, there was the question of Salah being offside. Um was absolutely lovely to see Peter Schmeichel fuming over it on <laughs> whatever country TV I was watching it on yesterday. Um, but you know that's what happens when you get a that's what happens when you get a former Man United, Man City, and Aston Villa goalkeeper talking about Liverpool and Aston Villa. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> way to be unbiased there. Nah, he was fuming and it just he was stupid about it. Um, didn't mention once about Harlan about the City goal should have been 
offside. To be fair, I can see why people were saying it should have been offside. But then at the same time, they've already messed up this weekend by letting the City one go. They have to give ours as well. You talk about the consistency. If you're going to be shit, you've got to be consistently shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they are, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Even that Man United one yesterday, I thought that was close. Very, I did. Very, very But the lines are the lines, aren't they? And when it goes in yeah. your favour, fucking who's asked? <laughs> I know, yeah. But we're not gonna we're not gonna dwell on the deaths again this week. But um, yeah, I mean, Travis Light, he's just he's a breath of fresh air. I mean, you've you've been comparing him to Gerard, and I think I think we're still a little bit premature on that one. But I know what you mean. I mean. Comparing him, like just seeing similarities in his game. Yeah. And, like even the goal. The little stride he takes before it, you just you can hear my Gerard. You can hear it when he does it. That's what you, you're thinking as soon as the ball lands there. Um, we haven't had a player like that for a while. Who you think is going to hit that ball? We don't mm. really score many goals from outside the box, lad, unless it's Salah. We just mm. one of them teams. Uh, we walk it into the net, or we play lovely football to one on ones. And as soon as that ball drops, you know there's videos going on. People are asking to to hit it properly. Yeah. And he hit it, fucking he hit it. But not even that, lad. He scored that goal, and then about ten minutes later, he's at the edge of our box doing a slide and tackle to win the ball back, and yeah. then spreading the ball. He's left, right, and centre. He's the fucking he's general. <laughs> I love him. I really do, and I don't want to like overhype him because it's still early days. But you don't start that well and then be shit. He, whatever he's got oh. in his locker, it's already out, and we've seen it, and we probably haven't even seen his best yet. He's he is an absolute joy to watch, lad. He's everywhere. And yeah. it's, it's, I feel our last one, like to McAllister and Endo, because what they're doing, you don't really notice as much because he goes and does something 10 times better every time they do something. So McAllister had a good game, but he is like, at the minute, levels ahead of everyone. Like his brain, how switched on he is, his determination, his hunger, clean him up. Fucking 10 minutes to go, he's still running ragged around the pitch, making tackles. And, oh, lad, that just, Honestly, there's not many players that you stand and watch and you just want to fucking clap every time he does something. He's one of them players. Yeah. No, he, he started very, very well. and um, Great for him to get his, his first goal at the weekend, obviously. Um, another man I wanted to ask you about was uh, was Darwin Nunes. What did you make of his performance? Typical Darwin Nunes, lad. <laughs> should, have scored, should have scored two. Ended up creating chaos and causing an own goal. Um he couldn't handle him. That ball over the top or through the middle, he, he's got fucking pace for days. He is a nightmare to defend against. As Gary Neville said last week, you just wouldn't want to defend against him. Out of anyone in our team, he's the one because you don't know what he's going to do. He doesn't know what he's going to do. I've seen a few criticising him for the the one where he's at the post. That's a hard. He's on the edge of the six-yard box and the keeper's spread. That's a mm. hard. That's a hard like, area to to get a ball, a size five ball into the corner of that net. He's done well to hit the post. Should have scored, but it's not as easy as people are making out. And the one he's at the bar, I haven't really seen it since, but it looked like it took a little deflection onto the bar. Um, I don't really know about that, but he should, that should have been a goal. Right? But yeah. yeah, I think, I honestly, I don't think we get that result or play that, play that way with Jotter or Gakpo starting down the middle. I don't think we caused them as much chaos. I think we'd try and walk the ball into the net a little bit too much and give them a little bit of breathing space to, to hit us on the counter. They had no chance with the system we played. Yeah. Darwin Nunez is absolute chaos. 
and no, we can we completely nullified them, and, and I think this game in particular shows how far the midfield actually has come and actually has been transformed because Villa was last game of the season, obviously last year, wasn't it? Um, one all, and they you know they they bossed the midfield for a lot large portions of that game, and then yeah. you know this game they couldn't get they couldn't get anywhere near us all game. I think they had one chance that I could that I can remember where Gomez slipped. Um, as he tried to control the ball, he slipped over and they've gone through and, and it's he really bad then. He got dragged down, lad. Yeah, Skip I know. For a while. Um, but... He had the header as well that Allison saved late on. Oh, sorry, yeah, that as well. Um, but yeah, they never really, the, the chances were half chances. They never created mm. anything where they can go home and go, oh, we could have scored two or three there. We, we were just a better team. It, it almost fizzled out because it was that easy. Yeah. Um, again, fair play to the cop. Could didn't hear a Villa song, didn't hear them once. Couldn't hear one song. No, I didn't. Um, we were bouncing all the way through it. The standing makes a massive difference. The only issue we've got at the moment is that there is that many non locals in there. I don't. I say non locals. Um, first timers who are going for the the sake of it. That when we're starting the the good old songs like bring on your Manchester United and that they don't know it. So they try and, instead of shutting up, they try and start a song. You know. So we'll yeah. start singing, bring on your Manchester United. They'll start singing, oh, when the Reds. And it was mm. just a bit of a mix. It's a bit, just shut up. Let the lads who know all the songs start the songs. And if it does go quiet where no one's singing, have a go, get in the atmosphere yeah. up. But when there's already a song going, shut up and be quiet. Yeah. Or, I mean, you can't knock them. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you can't knock them too much for trying to get involved because, you know, how many would go there and just sit and be quiet for the for the whole game. So, um, but I know where you're coming from. It's a like bit... a contest of time, lad. It's like a yeah, contest. Yeah, it doesn't need to be that. Like you say, if you know the words, join in or learn them for the next time or just, just wait until the song you know is getting sang. Um, but look, but that, that, that's a overall was um, spot on, lad, bouncing again. Mm. As you can see, my voice is fucking sore again. Um, <laughs> but brilliant, yeah. Just you can't help but cheer that. Can't help but cheer it. No, and, no. and be optimistic and positive and feel good. So yeah, mm. I'm going in. I'm not drinking at the moment. I've been going in, and I feel like I've had a baby come full time. I mean, fucking just elated. I've just got a spirit of the army that can't wait to go back to the pub after it. And I'm mm. fucking, you know, I got all baby, but I was out till ten o'clock last night, not drinking, just having a ball, lad. Yeah, but that's what the that's what winning a football match does. Yeah, and you know what? It's um, we were both a bit after the Chelsea game. We were both sort of a bit deflated and massively overreacted to that. But um, from Denbro, were we? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I was ready to throw myself off the top window. <laughs> but look, it's we've proven that you know that was a one-off. I think so far, and you look at where we were this time last season for four games, and we had five points. Now we've got double that. So we're on the right trajectory. City are just a, a robotic team. Then. Forget about them, just focus. And you know, everyone expected Arsenal to be doing as well as they have done. I think Tottenham have surprised people with how well they've done, and West Ham as well. So, um, it's an exciting season ahead if this is anything to go by so far. And I think we'll only get better. Um, obviously, since we last done an episode, we had Ryan Gravenberg come in. Um, oh, yeah, I think I absolutely fucking love him already. Some of the things he's he's saying, you know, it's he, he's kind of done a, a bit of a Kaiseido, it's only ever been Liverpool. Um, 
he's refused to get called off to the Holland under-21s so we can concentrate on Liverpool during the international break. I mean, he's got the he's got the cop on side immediately just for saying that, let's be honest. Yeah. So, can't wait to see him in action, to be honest. I was saying that to me, yesterday. You look at that team, you look at the, the team midfielders and then the bench. It's like, for now, we've got Jota, Gakpo, Elliot, Doak, Enzo on the bench. There was someone else as well. Um, and then you bring him in as well. You Pichetta, Thiago, all these players that are going to be available soon. Fucking hell, lads, there is it. It's, it's, it's gone from looking so bleak to just being scary good again. And it's, it's great. Yeah. Don't realise how, how quick I can say it. But no, no. the way we were against Chelsea, it wasn't it wasn't even like me Jake overreaction. We just looked horrendous. But mm, again, we, we we got a point away to Chelsea. We either took a point away to Newcastle and we got the three. And then we, we won our own game. So that's what all we can do. Beat beat or draw with the top six away from home and win all our own games, lad, and we'll be right up there. Yeah. And it's pretty um so we've got a We've got a team of hungry players who want to play for Liverpool now, and some things money can't buy. Like you can have, you can say those. You might be better than some of the players you might have bought. You do Bellingham's, but and it's gonna fucking sound ridiculous. But you offer me at this moment, do Bellingham or Sabasline? I'd pick Sabasline because <laughs> he just fits us. He's not a he's not a one man band. He wants to help the team and help himself. He doesn't sort of. It's not all about him. He's a team player, and he doesn't want. To, doesn't look like he wants to be at all about him. Doesn't want to be the superstar. He just wants to help us win and be part of it. And I don't think you can buy that, lad. Well, you obviously can, but for a lot cheaper than you buy superstars. So yeah, Let's see no, I think it's. I don't know. It feels like he's got a. Feels like he's got a bit of a point to prove for some reason, and I don't know. I don't really know why, but. I, that's the way you feel that he's playing. Um, I, I don't think he has got a point to prove. I think he was very good at Leipzig. Um, he's been good everywhere he's gone. He's young. He's, I don't know, maybe he has sort of seen Bellingham go for, you know, 100 and odd million, however much it was, younger than him, um, similar positions. And he's thought, I'm as good as him. I'm going to show it. And, you know, he, I, I think he is. Like you say, I think he's been, he's been up there for Sean another summer in the entire league so far. So, um, there he has. He's been actually been... pretty quality, but again, it, it, for me, it's all about hunger. And you know, he could have could have sat around and got a better offer somewhere else, took more money. You don't know what's going on, and he's come here, not not really guaranteed a place, really. And fucking out there, he is. He's the first name on the team sheet for me right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, transfer window is now closed, but the Saudi transfer league isn't closed. There's still obviously the rumours going around that Aliti had are going to come back in with a two hundred million pound offer for for Mo Salah. Um, I said on Twitter I don't think there's any amount realistically that we sell him for because I don't think there's anyone out there that we can realistically get to replace him. And people, you know, people will say, well, we can go and try and get Mbappe or we can try and go and get Saka. That's where the realistically comes into it. Like, yeah. let's be honest, we're not getting Mbappe. If he's not staying at PSG, he's going to Madrid. And we're not I can, and Saka, I don't think, plays for another Premier League club. If he goes exactly. anywhere, it's going to be abroad. So, realistically, there's absolutely no player in world football that we're going to be able to get 
and is anywhere near as good as Salah. So I I just think I I just think we don't sell him at all. I can't see it happen. It's, you've got to be logical. It's like it's like someone offering you fucking five hundred grand for your underground house, but you've got to be homeless for a year before mm. you get your other house. It's it's fucking it just doesn't make sense. We can't afford to let him go now and not be able to buy anyone till January. But you're not going to get anyone who even fucking laces his boots in in January, let alone next next summer. There's no one. There is no one. There's no one you can you can look at now other than Saka. Not Mbappe obviously is a striker. You can't see him really doing the same job like like Salah. Salah's quite happy to assist now as well. Yeah. Um, just there's nobody you can go and no. spend two hundred million on. Just, it's no, fucking it's, it. a waste of time. it's literally a waste of time. Even entertaining. I'm getting loads of people like saying to me, "But two hundred mil? If you've got two hundred mil, yeah. If you've got two hundred mil, we've got two hundred mil." For fucking what? We've got a team. We've got our, our midfield rebuilt. We've got a keeper. We've got a backup keeper. We've got a fucking dead keeper. We've got five defenders, six defenders. We've got Quanta, who's fucking spot on when he came on yesterday. Yeah. Might need a fullback here and there. What's 200 mil going to buy us? Absolutely. For all squad players, because you can't replace Salah. The issue we've got is he's 31. And eventually yeah. the time will come when Mo Salah has to leave Liverpool. Um, but fucking hell, if he gets 20 goals this season and they offer us money next season, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Let him see his contact out for us. And if we don't make a profit, we don't make a profit. You keep mm. one of the best players in the world happy who saved us with everything he's had, everything he's got, and mm. will continue to do so, hopefully. That's it. You've got to look at it. Like, so, what, would you, yeah. what would you rather have? Would you rather have £200 million in the bank or would you rather have another four or five seasons of the best wing of the Premier League's ever seen? Exactly. Like, so I think we, I think we get we get this season and next season out of them. I think until the it starts being a little bit you can't start sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you don't need that. The same as Ronaldo. He's in the same category as Ronaldo yeah. for fitness. Milner, fucking the unbelievable athletes. He's he's built like a fucking monster. So until he starts slowing down, until he starts showing signs that he's not as fit as he used to be. Fucking just enjoy him. Shut up and get over it. Don't don't start preempting what he's gonna be when he's 32, 33. Just see where he's at. He's a 31 year old man. You know yeah. what I mean? He's fit as fuck. So let's just see where he's at. Hopefully he's still here. Come the next podcast when their windows shut. But we'd have to be absolute I'd expect us to fucking go and burn John Henry's house down if we sold him. I would. Because he's just left us in the shit. It doesn't matter how much money we've got how much money we've, we, th- we think we're getting, how much we've got in the pipeline for the future. So leave us for three or four months without a player like Mo Salah is a fucking travesty. So yeah, if it happens, it's money motivated and only money motivated. The club comes second to money and that's a fucking sign that it does. So let's see how we go. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And I think it's just, like I say, I think it's all non-stories, to be honest. I can't, I, I'd be surprised if they even did actually Come back in with another bid, but you know, bar their windows still open. I suppose you can't rule out. But like you said, there's there's no one out there you can get to the place Mo Salah. And what we need to do with it is got to be smart. You bring someone in for 40, 50 mil as his replacement full time in a year or two, so we can get used to the system properly. Get used to sort of how Salah operates. I'm not saying you know just be a carbon copy of Salah, but 
you know, similar to the way Gakpo had a bit of time to work with Firmino and see see what he see what his yeah. game was like. And you see that he does do similar things to him. So that's what we've got to do. I, I'm not even worried, lad. I, I if he, I don't even. He's just not. He's not going, is he? Let's be honest. It just won't happen. I think Klopp will, walk, Klopp will walk if we sell him and can't replace him straight away. Maybe it just be. We might as well just fold. And it's not even being dramatic. He's going to get us twenty goals this season. He's going to. At he least. might fire us into the top four. So to 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 literally say, I'm quite happy to lose that. Just for, for two hundred mil. What's two hundred mil? So we're not going to get a penny of it. We're no. fucking. I'm paying to go the match. I want to see Mo Salah in a red shirt. I don't want two hundred mil and John Henry's fucking bank. No. To, to spend it on nobody because there's nobody available. So just got to see how it goes. But again, yeah, I'd say I'd say to people who are saying put the money in the bank, stop fucking judging what Mo Salah's physique's going to be like in two years' time. Let's see when he starts showing signs. He's slowing down, but for now he's not. He was fucking everywhere yesterday again. Set up one, scored one. Fucking happy days. <laughs> Yeah. Enjoy, him, enjoy him while he's got him enjoy him while he's, he's still the king and he's still fucking doing everything for the club but I do think it's a non-story I think it's them testing the waters to see whether he'd turn his head a little bit um, and obviously I think if a £200 million big came in it'd be based on his team saying you know what and he is interested yeah and then I panic but say it's a, I think it's a non-non really yeah and you know what I think from what it from what I've been reading and stuff like that, I think it sounds like Salah's going, if Liverpool will agree to sell me, I'll accept an offer, but I'm not going to push anything. I'm happy. To, I'm more than happy to stay at Liverpool. If Liverpool don't want to accept, I'm not going to throw my toys out the pram. I'm going to get on with it, which he showed yesterday. Um, and you know what? I think you can't really... He's basically saying, as long as Liverpool want me, I'm here. Exactly. And... Do you know what? He's a proper professional. He, he wants to win trophies. He, he wants to. He wants to succeed at the top. Going there just makes you a fucking like a, a pantomime player. All of a sudden, mm. you're just not worth the fucking carry. No one in outside Saudi Arabia is going to take an interest in you. Probably got thirty thousand fans at your match. Like, might as well sign for Everton. Now, I mean, he, like you said, he wants to win games and stuff. So <laughs> pointless, isn't it? Oh, he wants to be taken seriously. He wants to be. He wants to go to the top. You know, if we can, we can do well in the league this year. There's no reason why he can't be in in the shelf of the Ballon d'Or again. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I'm just glad. Or overall, to be honest, I'm glad the transfer window's over. Silly season, as as we like to call it, is is done. It's dusted. It's out the way. We just fucking concentrate on the footy and supporting the lads. Um, so. Yeah, it's just it's nice. Obviously, international break is shit. Um, Sam faking his injury yesterday, so he didn't have to go and play for England. Was was nice. Um, well, at least that's how I looked at it anyway. <laughs> um, but you know what? What? what Bergson's always had plays doing it, lads. When they were comfortable, you'd see the likes of Beckham and Scholes fucking Neville limp off every game, and they wouldn't go anywhere. Gigs wouldn't play for Wales. It was you were just clever because that's. Your bread and butter is your football club. Yeah. So hopefully we can start being clever with stuff like that. Yeah. Um. One other little thing, obviously, Europa League group was drawn. Um. Obviously, we got last to lose and who's the other? I can't even think. Um. Who else did we get? Last to lose. They'll come to me now. I can't remember. 
Um, anyway, and the other I'm team. But what what did you make of the draw? I mean, some some good little aways there for for the pool fans. Exactly what you just done then. I only know to lose. <laughs> I don't know the other heard. So I know oh, ones in Brussels. Union Saint Gilouise or something like that. Some Belgian Belgian team and all that. Say again. McAllister is it Gary McAllister's team? His brother Kevin McAllister. Kevin McAllister. Yeah, Kevin. home alone. Lost in New York. Yeah, yeah um, I've seen the video with them being made up that they got us. I think that's great quality. That. Yeah, I do. Um, it's it's a not group in it really when you you put Liverpool in it. So we should be just walking it. Hopefully, get three wins out of three, and then play the kids. But we again take it seriously. Go into the first game full strength. Don't rest anyone. Go and make your statements. Get through, and then start start resting your players. Um. And let's go fucking get ourselves to Dublin. Get through the round. There's a few decent teams in it. When the guests are the latest stages, but we've just got to make sure we don't have any fucking stupid slip-ups with arrogance. Yeah. Every team's in there for the reason. We're obviously, based on last season, that's our level. So we've got to go in there kicking and screaming that it's not and that we want to make a statement that we want to play Champions League next season. And the way to do it is by winning that. So let's okay. go in full strength. I want the same for all the Cups. Yeah. Obviously, no, it'd be nice to go on a few now. cup runs like this season. Um, especially just for like the, the players who aren't gonna play as often, the likes of your Kellers, um, your your Simicas, you know, Quanta even as well. Um just you the just likes of these players who are gonna make sure you've got a good core, spot yeah. on core, and then your branches, they can be whoever. As long as you you've got a few starting, strong experienced players in there, you you wanna do all right. And the likes of the League Cup and early down to the FA Cup. But say that the Europa League, we need to win that. Yeah, we, we need to win it. So, so it, go out and make a statement. It's it's a trophy at the end of the day, isn't it? So you got to, you know, no doubt the lads will be taking it seriously. No doubt Klopp will be taking it seriously. We as fans have got to sort of take it seriously. You know, just pretend it's the Champions League. Who gives a fuck? It's the end. Of, like say, if you get to Dublin and win a trophy, you're not asked that. You're at the season in the Europa League. Once you get out the group stage, you get to the last 16, you get a decent draw and the quarter-final, semi-final, you start going up against better names and bigger teams. It's a European competition, lad. Um, you can only beat what's in front of you. You've just got to take it serious and say, there won't be no fucking donkeys in the final. There won't be semi-final, final, there'll be no donkeys. So, it's like, yeah, that thing in it. You are a donkey. Yeah, yeah fucking hell. That's <laughs> all I can see in my head then. But yeah, there'll be, <laughs> there'll be none of that when, when we get to the later stages. No. So hopefully we're there or it'll be a bit embarrassing to be honest. But yeah. rather than take every game as it comes, lads, and beat whoever's in front of us. It's not a bad start at all. No, it's it's a, to be honest, it's it's better than I thought we were going to start the season. I'll be honest, I didn't think we'd end up with with 10 points after our first four games, if I'm being completely honest. So, uh, you know, the fact that we've gone to Newcastle with 10 men, done what we've done, played Villa, who, again, very strong side. Unai Emery's done a fantastic job there. So, the fact we've brushed them aside so easily, I'm very, very excited for the rest of the season. Yeah, potential's there again. We, we can't, we've all said, like, the re- reality is aimed for top four, but don't know, don't know where we can end up, lad. No. No, we don't. Um, we could end up in a title race at the minute. We don't think it's going to beat us. Yeah. But 
you got to um, hopefully the referees give us a little bit of a hand and get a bit better and start making decisions against the teams that are from challenging us that are right as well. But the Man City are a monster. Arsenal doing well. Tottenham are doing well. It's nice to see Newcastle struggling. Uh, mm-hmm. Man United struggling. It is. It's it's always nice to see. Again, Newcastle have all of a sudden piped up with the fan base. who have always been a brilliant fan base, and they just they become gobshites now. Entitled mm. little weapons who think they're going to just win everything, and it's it's stupid. They want to stay humble and enjoy the ride because it, it won't last forever. No. So you need to shut up and just realize that until they are a bit better and win things, be quiet. Yeah. Um. Well, look, transfer window being over means there's not quite as much to to go over. So I think we'll uh, I think we'll leave it there for today. Um. Whether we do one next week, I don't know. It depends if anything major happens. Obviously, with it being the international break, there's no game to talk about, and we don't give a fuck about international footy. So, um, yeah. But we'll definitely be back after the next Liverpool game. So, um, maybe next week, but we'll we'll wait and see. But other than that, for now, it's been a fantastic start to the season. The Reds look like they're flying, and long may continue. Reds are coming up the air, boy. Up the Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network.